Today is September 5th. The Yankees are losers. They've lost two games to the Baltimore Orioles. They've lost six of their last eight. That's quick math, and we're going to talk all about it. Coming to you live from the Jersey Shore. Wow. Wow. Executive Smart. decision by BBD. Go no music. Great decision by him. I hadn't thought of it. My name's Jimmy. His name's Jake. This is Talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings. BBD in the corner. BBD, do you have your face on screen? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Noodle the Doodle Dog. I can see him in my view, and I can see my mother and my wife. We had a little John Boy Media uh, Labor Day hangout here, Jersey Shore. Watch the game together. The rest of the crew is downstairs playing some code name while we sit up here and talk about the fun Yankees games we got to watch this weekend. Jake, how are you doing? James, Big Baby David, Noodle, your mother and your wife, everyone in the basement, everyone watching live. Zach just showed up. That kind of threw me off my whole game. Hope everyone's having a good Labor Day weekend. I'll start there. You know I'm a man of the people. That's nice of you. Um, man. S- sucks. Sucks stupid. Sucks stupid. Your old nickname. <laughs> <laughs> but they were saying that in a nice way. Yes, 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 yes. When yes, we were yes, in the yes, Bay yes, Area. Yes, yes. And I used to give good. Um. Man, I mean, this just isn't supposed to happen, doesn't happen. Uh, the stat that I'm sticking to the most is that this is the second series the Orioles have won against an AL East opponent. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rays. Who am I missing? The Yankees. That's the team we talk about on here. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. They've only won two series. That includes this one. So they had one coming into today. They won two series. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, we're back in Yankees quotes kind of walking over different statements and sentiments. You know, how many times this weekend I've thought about the phrase play your best players is really concerning, and I hate it. And so this sucks, and that's fine. Because that's, you know, in your head that's baseball. Mm-hmm. Like they're even in the best Yankee season – there's going to be six times we jump in front of a microphone and we're like, that sucked. I guess, dude, where I'm kind of daunted right now, Mm -hmm. like the Blue Jays are coming in. Yeah. And they're like fully operational right now. And they're trying to chase us down. Our bullpens worked like, and this is the start of the 20 game stretch. Like the Orioles was supposed to be our... Like, catch our breath and get ready. And when now did, it's like, holy holy Toledo. So, the Baltimore beat us in a series previously this season? I think the Orioles won their first series of the year, and then they've lost every ALE series since. That's not what I'm seeing. That's not what you're seeing? This, I'm seeing this as the first time the, Yan- the Orioles have beat the Yankees in a series. Right. I'm saying AL East. So who was the other AL East when they beat? I'd have to look at the Orioles schedule. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, sorry. This is only their second series win against any AL East. That's why I was saying all the other AL East teams. I thought they hadn't beat any of those teams in a series at all, and they had two in the AL East, and both were the Yankees, and I was like, holy shit, that's awful. They, I believe they swept the Red Sox their first series of the year. Hell Yeah. But, you know, first series of the year. Take that, Sox. 
That sucks. Yeah, we're we're back exactly where we were before the winning streak. And it's almost like that winning streak, we thought that that winning streak was going to make the Yankees admit where they're wrong. They played their best players that they had available to them at the time. They ran. They ran. They stole a lot of bases. They made pitching changes with urgency. They did not follow pre-planned scripts. Um, if they needed this guy, they used this guy. While staying to their rules in the bullpen, uh, they had a lot of gutsy at-bats. They had good starting pitching. They weathered the storm. And, you know, balance and speed and hits. And not following a script. So we all thought, well, hell yeah. Mm. This 13-game win streak is going to open up their eyes. Mm. And what it did in actuality was it made the Yankees double down on their thought process and say, like, see, these will just come when they come. Yeah. And we'll just st- stick to our game. So they did t- to the Orioles today, this weekend, what they did to Detroit back in July or whatever that was. And they went with just a bad or, or like, just like a, a B. They went with a B lineup in game two. After losing game one. Yeah. Right? Or they no, won game they won one. game one. After barely... In extras. After barely winning game one, they would go with innings. the B lineup in game two. And then in game three, they throw... How did how did Carmine Laguzio phrase it? I believe he said something along the lines of they're using a broken starter as essentially a high leverage reliever. Yes. Which that can't be in the form. I mean, today's pitching path to not victory. Kluber for 3.2, which should be a conversation, but kind of isn't. Joely, Albert Abreu, Hain Dog, Wandy on his third day. So he only threw six pitches. And then Chad Green. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's not a good recipe. No, but it, that's the more frustrating thing is that they just went back to it. Like, they valued not losing Heaney over playing the best player to win the game at hand. Right. So they're fully back to pre-planned shit. They stopped stealing bases, uh, and they went back to – like, they hit in this series in game three. They put up seven runs. Gary did. Gary did, yeah. But, that's kind of it. <laughs> But, yeah, it's pretty infuriating to take the Orioles so lightly when wins against them mean a ton. And, I mean, you know, just just a quick game. Wins against the Orioles mean the same as wins against Toronto. But that's not how the Yankees front office sees it. Mm -mm. They're going to put better lineups against Toronto and better pitching, and they're going to, like, actually – they're not going to pitch Heaney in the seventh inning against Toronto. But – Toronto's behind us in the standing, so if we beat them, it's just a win. Same with Baltimore. Like, the win means the same. Now, wins against the Red Sox and Oakland when we play them, those mean more. Right. Rays, if you're a crazy, delusional person, they mean more. Really, just the wins against the Red Sox mean more right now because you need home field advantage terribly. But every other team, it's the same. So if a win against the Orioles means the same as a win against the Blue Jays, 
then guarantee the win against the Orioles. Yeah. <laughs> and and then fight for the win against the Blue Jays. But it's so stupid how they do this. This uh, almost no baseball teams are built for stealing wins because it's a sport where any team can win on a given day. We haven't said the you're going to win 60 games, you're going to lose 60 games, and the rest of them, that's where good teams yeah. and bad teams figure themselves out. So if you just try to steal wins, it doesn't work. And, man, Jim, I got a, a quick game Okay. I think I want to start off with. Yes. And this is probably going to be a tough episode for Andrew Heaney, and it's not an attack on him as a person, but his pitching performance has been bad. Mm-hmm. And, hey, and like hey. Carmine said, yeah, the guy's been the starting pitcher his whole career. Uh-huh. And he's clearly in a little bit of a funk. Uh-huh. So to just throw him in the bullpen and think that's a solution isn't. Mm-hmm. So let's play who would you rather had in the game over Andrew Heaney today? For those sitting at home, listening, maybe yeah. you're on a car, Carmine Laguzzo. Laguzio. Laguz- Carmine Laguzio is this short mm. Italian beefcake mm. with kind of a dumb brain. Okay. But real good logic. Would you rather see Luis Heal over Andrew Heaney? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got a couple borderline ones. Clark Schmidt? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... Mm. Like, out of the bullpen, I think yes. Mm. I'd rather Clark come in, drop five I have five no idea what he's doing in the in minors. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say no. Might right. be the same thing. Steven Ridings. Yeah, but is he pitching again? I think so. We'll double check that. Um, Adam Warren. Yeah. In the org. I mean, hell, like Tyler Lyons is at triple. I mean, there's just so many options. Tyler Lyons? Yeah, no, I mean, listen, Andrew Heaney is great. Can I start over? Can I start yeah, I would. Yeah. Andrew Heaney exists as a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's that's his role, a starting pitcher. If he's not a starting pitcher, if he loses that job due to performance, right? The only place down before off the roster is mop up duty long man. Right. You don't lose your starting job and then become a high leverage seven inning three run game guy, yeah. especially when your pitching repertoire, mm. repertoire is slow fastballs and bad breaking balls. Yeah. <laughs> and and not and not being able to throw strikes. Yeah. Like nothing about Andrew Heaney says reliever. So the fact they're even meddling around because well we'd rather uh try Heaney out there in the back of the pen than potentially lose a body. Go sign someone off the street if you're worried about losing a body. And right. then pitch the better guy, and then the guy off the street, he's a new body. You lose that body, but you gain another body. Yeah, you know? And that's, uh, again... Head to Leakin Park and find a body. This guy's getting a little ancillary bullet. What's that called? Ricochet shot? Oh, ricochet shot, yeah. And Brooks Krisky, the game we just played, like, I don't know, give me Adam Warren for an inning over Chris Dog. Like, they were scared to put Krisky in because the last time they put him in... Was an extra innings game against the Red Sox, or was it the ninth inning when he had the most walks ever? Yeah, I think that was was the I know wild he, pitch. He broke the record for wild pitches against Philly, and then I forget if the next 
day against the Red Sox. It was extra innings in the ninth inning. Stephen Ridings, I don't believe, has pitched in AAA yet. <laughs> I looked up the game logs, and I didn't see another game. Okay, I can do that later. A little loud. I know you're not going to believe me, but it's, like, incredibly loud. Um... So don't throw Heaney, moral of the story? Yes. The fact that, oh, why haven't they? You know, I know logically they say. Or Krisky, dude. Like, I know that the logical answer that they're going to say is, when they already said it, when they sent Heel down, is that they just don't want to lose. Like, they have to DFA him, and he's gone forever. Right. And they just don't want to. Swallow their pride. Like, that's the actual answer. Because the Blue Jays DFA'd Brad Hand, right. who they traded for. And all, if you had a flow chart of, like, you know, who would you like this pitcher or, like, this option, this option, all options would land. You know, you take those magazine quizzes. Yeah. Like, what kind of guy should you date? Mm. It would all land on DFA Heaney. Yeah. And then there would be one last question, and then underneath it would say, do you think this would be embarrassing for you and you don't want to face the public embarrassment of admitting you gave up two prospects for a guy who you just DFA'd? Right. And then uh, then they would say yes, and they'd say, well, just stick with them. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, I'd rather, rather Brad Hand than Andrew Haney. And yeah, I think the other... Final point on that before we probably get through the games quick and then talk some more big picture stuff. I normally, when when Yankees Twitter or the internet gets super rowdy about a point, like it, sometimes it feels like they they go too far and it's like, well, you guys are clearly ignoring part of it. The Brad Hand argument, there's almost there's no counter. Brad Hand has had a much better career. Yeah, I think they gave up better considered prospect capital. I, I mean, do with that what you want. But the Blue Jays are going for it. Brad Hand was broken. They didn't have time to figure it out. Justin Wilson is pitching good for the Cincinnati Reds. Think about how insane that is, what Yankees fans saw this year. But that's kind of life in the bullpen. Be honest. That's what it is. There's a very rare air of guys that are always good. And you just got to cut the cord. Um, I hope Heen Dog gets a one for two mil with KC next year, drops a four three ERA, and has a nice year. But he's out for us. Might be reassuring for some people. Wilson got lit up Friday night. So, oh. well, I don't know. A little something sweet. If Heaney isn't DFA'd right. before he pitches again. And they bring up heel, which they said they're going to do. They said they're going to bring up heel. Now you have Krisky, right? Because mm. you can option him down, right? Who else can they option? Abreu? If they option Abreu down mm. to make room for heel. And they also said Clark Schmidt might be coming up. And like, isn't Mike King? Yeah, Mike King can, be, ha- like- Mike King can be activated. If. Krisky, I'll give him. Krisky can be off, can get optioned before they DFA Heaney, whatever. But if they move anyone off the active roster before Heaney, that isn't Krisky. Like, 
to make room for Heal or Schmidt or King. That's, yeah. I mean, are we just canceling our subscription to the 2021 Yankees? Am I writing a... I guess where I'm incredibly lucky here... Is you've never subscribed. You've been borrowing I my I never cancel. Oh, yeah. I definitely subscribe to stuff I just never cancel. Yeah. If you're if you charge something seven months a buck, seven bucks a month even, instead mm-hmm. of seven months a buck, which is a good deer book. Um gonna <laughs> <laughs> keep going with that one. Um but I wanna look at it, I'll say, Yeah, I'll look at that and then you've just gotten seven bucks a month for me. So that's what the Yanks are doing right now. You know who's got me on a subscription? Who? They're actually bringing us our first burn. Magic Spoon Cereal. I got the magic spoon. I got I know the magic spoon. I can scoop spoon. once. I can scoop twice. We've got the best flavors. What? What? Flavors. Uh huh. Huh. And it's healthy too. Don't eat it out of shoe. <laughs> what were you gonna say about Magic Spoon though? I signed up for their subscription. I did it live on John Boy and Jake Radio the other day. So I'm yes. gonna get four boxes sent to me once a month. And when I did that, I got the secret flavors. I don't even. They don't have. They've never told us. To ta- they've never told us to talk about the secret flavors, so I'm not going to. But there's two flavors that I didn't even know existed, and I'm pretty close with them. Not even like an advertiser way. Like we we found out about the flavors last month that, that we got to release to the people. They tell this us one, the flavors literally just you signed up for the subscription, and I and got free got flavors. To be yeah. Aware of these flavors, yeah. Uh, and cereal's awesome. Actually, being down the shore here. It reminds me of cereal a lot because, like, my parents' house and growing up, mm-hmm. and, like, that's a food my mom always had and bowls and milk. Mm-hmm. She always, like, you know, I didn't always take care of myself. But oh, now I got cow. the Magic Spoon subscription, and you can too. It's cereal for adults because it's guilt-free cereal, zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Build your own box. The box that I built consisted of fruity, frosted, blueberry, and maple. So waffle. you are revealing your box. No, then I got two extra. Oh, so you're not revealing. No, I'm not going to okay. reveal because I don't know if they want me to. Okay. I never I That's figured fair. if they want me to promote it, I will. I happened on I actually also bought the magic spoon. You did. They upsell you like a spoon. Damn. It's like a purple tie-dye spoon. And I mean, the company's called Magic Spoon. Yeah. And they're making a spoon. But they I'm, force your you got to try try it out. With like, I know. They've, they've earned eating. so much respect with their product that you have to buy the Magic Spoon. I know that there's going to be a major issue when I go to eat my cereal, and this Magic Spoon isn't clean. And I'm going to grab it out of the dishwasher and clean it to eat it. And Katie's going to get mad at me mm. and say, you can eat it with any spoon. And I say, no, because I'm kind of weird like that. I only drink out of the same cup all the time. Right. Like, how could you eat Magic Spoon cereal? With- so you're going strictly MS the rest of the way. Oh, yeah. With when I eat Magic Spoon cereal. I could see you altering for that. I don't know. Because if you're a little like. Dude, it looks like a magic wand. It's like purple and tie-dye. If you're a little funky. You just want your magic spoon, and the magic spoon's dirty. Oh, if I'm high? No, I think that would make me more upset if I'm looking at it and just staring at it and be like, this is the wrong spoon. Um, Also, the magic spoon, like, milk comes out of it. Go to magicspoon.com. I think. We'll find out. Go to magicspoon.com slash shanks to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. 
Be sure to use our promo code YANKS at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash yanks and use code YANKS to save $5. Man, love them. Oh, and uh, happy um, Labor Day, everyone. Wow. They might be celebrating. Congrats to Ryan Rucco Con- and oh. Andrea. Just had a baby. Everly. That's awesome, man. I'm going to have a baby soon. Big facts. You know, I'm delivering it. How do you mean? I'm going to be the one, like, like it's just me and her, Katie in the room, no one else. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we signed up for. You're the doctor. Yeah. Nurse, doctor, support. That reminds me. That's, I'm doing it. Katie really, she's like, I really would love doctors. I'm like, no, I got it. Three months in. Yeah. To seven months a buck. Yeah. I had to do that. You had to deliver? I had to impregnate a deer. Yes. 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 I think we're going to burn game one. Let's talk about the games. Mm. It's loud. Yanks hosting the Baltimore Birds in the Boogie Don. John, what do you means versus the Yankees? Justin Bieber, Nestor Cortez Jr. Scoreless into the third, but oh, oh, tonight we dance. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Solo dong to kick it off. David John sacrifices himself for the team. Two nothing Yanks. Yanks get a taste of their old medicine, Jim. The M&M boys. Mancini and Mateo Homer. Two two game. Bunos Cantos. And how about more M's from the O's? What? Mountcastle hits and McKenna scores. Makes it three two birds. But DJ twenty six with another classic hit. RBI single to tie it and in the eleventh G unit. This is how we do. Walk off single and it's going up in the club. Yankees win 4-3 final in 11. Good stuff. Good stuff. I kind of forgot about this game. Um, One bad pitch from Laza to Mateo. Mateo. How about that? Big Mateo weekend, huh? Yeah. Every time I... K... Is pronouncing his name correct? Mm. But I had never heard it as just the last name. Like when he was a prospect, it was Jorge Mateo. Right. It was never just Mateo. Mateo. And Mateo by itself sounds super off-putting to me for some reason. Every time I heard it, I was kind of like, uh, wait, that's his name? It feels like an American person calling their friend Matt in Spanish, but not real Spanish, Mateo. That's how I feel. Every time I hear it, I'm like, that can't be it. Right. Maybe we should call Joe's up and see how he says it. And maybe he's got it, like, cooler than us. Probably think that you're cooler than me. Designer shades just to hide your face. Jorge Mateo. Homer. Anything else? Uh, The coolest thing about this game was that Holmes looked good. Uh, Chappie actually looked good in his inning. Uh, they attacked it with the full bullpen, which is good. Uh, the bats just didn't really do much. 
But Means is a good pitcher, so you kind of understand right, that. Right, right. That's where, you know, going back to even our pregame show for this, I was a little nervous because it's like, oh, Orioles coming in, here we go. But then it's John Means, who he is good. He is good. He's, he's a good pitcher. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore rallies and comes back, which, like, kind of good for them. Johnny Laza gives up a run in this, which – I, we didn't really do groundskeeping. He goes to the IL, which is kind of a monster injury, especially mm. during a 20-game stretch that decides a chunk of the fate of your season. Well, and there's only 25 games left. Yeah. And he's out? Not throwing for 10 days. At least 10 days. It, is this another situation where I say, like, he's out and you guys say he's not, and then he ends up being out? There is a chance yes. he's out. There is a chance he's not It's out. very on the table. I th- it seems like the most likely situation is he comes back n- not getting, like, a rehab assignment or more than a game before the playoffs. That'd be, like, best case. You'd, that feels like... You'd the, like to the assume they're doing this... In an attempt to come back. Well, it's a shoulder tear, right? A strain, strained rotator cuff. I think I have that. Which at yeah, which, which I guess good. the the only. Because I know what you're saying. The time is very tight. Like if Johnny Laza doesn't start throwing in 14 days, you know we're up against it. He is a reliever, so he doesn't need to be fully built up, but. Um, at the same time, we just did a whole roster construction that, like, we can use bodies. So if Johnny was out for the year, you kind of have to make that move. So that's why I don't think that's on the table. All right. September 3rd is his last game. So we can come – his last time he pitched was September 3rd, which was this game. So he can come back the 13th. But he's not even going to be... That's when he's going to start That's when he's going to start again. throwing again. So he's not going to come back, like, ride out the IL. Uh, the team goes to Baltimore. So let's just say he's not going to be part of that series. Um, Wouldn't use him there anyways. Okay, best case I have is he's down for 10 days. They start throwing him again. Like you're saying, he's a reliever is the September 20th series against the Rangers. So that so best case, I have them a decent amount away from the postseason. I think that's fair. But I would flip a coin because with like he could start throwing again. Doesn't and, feel and, good, and it's and over. It still hurts. Absolutely. And then it's, and then it's I over. That's, I think any setback and it's done. So yeah. I would say average case, Johnny's out. Unless like... He makes his way onto like a, a DS roster or CS roster. Yeah, I just I don't think he can say average case. You know what would I bet on? For for what it's worth, um, because of pandemic minor league season got delayed at the beginning. I think they do run all the way through September, so there is opportunities to do a rehab appearance down there that doesn't count for something. He's a reliever, so they might not do that anyway because relievers right. tend to not always do that. Or, you know, if he throws, he feels good. You could get one appearance at Somerset or wherever it is. But 
Yeah, we we have no idea. It's a yeah. shoulder injury to a pitcher in September, so you can't you can't be optimistic about it. No, yeah, unfortunately. Um, the the one thing that you that you can take away from this game is that Wade becomes the pinch runner in extras and scores on DJ single from second to tie the game with the cool slide. And after the game, Booney said, "Yeah, I like having him on the bench for that reason," which maybe gives credence to the fact that. That's why he doesn't get the starting chances, even though he's been his numbers. He had a really nice stretch, and his numbers on the year are good now. Yeah, it was in batting average popped up. It was like two eighty three at one point. I think his I think his on base percentage for the entire season, which is like one hundred fifty plate appearances now, small but still small sample in general, good sample for him. Yeah, and it's a three sixty on base percentage, three sixty eight right now, or entering today. I don't think he got in a bat today though. That plays. That's the most at most played appearances he's ever gotten in the season. This is this season, and he's got a, all of his numbers. Was batting average on base are two eighty two and three sixty eight. Twenty six years old, but they like him better as a bench player, so they can drag and drop him. Yeah, and I mean, I guess you know. Hopefully, we don't talk too much about these games because the bigger conversations kind of are more fun, and it does make sense. But it just feels like. There was a period of time where Tyler Wade could have been playing. Um, but, you know, this Yankees team, their formula they believe in that hasn't been proven is just like aim for the playoffs. So in Tyler Wade's boxes to check this year is to be as prepared as possible to come off the bench. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <sighs> Want burn game two? He hit the passing button just real quick. He has that, not me. Passing. Uh, text from Coach Ball game. What do you say? Six grand slams in the old MLB today. All-time record is seven. He hit six grand slams? I think in ma- in Major League Baseball today, there were six grand slams. The record is seven. So, oh. Yeah. In... In all baseball. In all of baseball. In a day of Major League Baseball. When you said MLB Baseball today, my brain just went to a video game that he was playing, and he sure. was texting you his personal video game <laughs> numbers, which makes more sense, in a way, with the Coach Ball game text. You never know. Yeah. That's the risky run. Yeah, Vogelbeck just hit a Grand Slam walk-off for the Brew Crew. Look at that. Vogie. Vogie. Let's burn game two, baby. This game sucks. Mm. Michael Jordan Montgomery tries to continue his GOAT performance of late against Chris Ellis. I don't know Chris Ellis, I guess, for Baltimore. And I guess the Yankees had no idea who Chris Ellis was either as they're getting no hit. Meanwhile, Bronx legend Jorge Mateo walks wild pitch, scores the run. It's one nothing Birds. In the seventh, it's 3-0. Cedric entertains with the ribby double. Hayes RBI single. But this is our fight song. Wow, Rachel Patton shout out. Glaber with the huge RBI infield single. Woof kind of. After a week fully full of questions, Joey answers Gollivum. Tied up at threes. No way the Yanks will lose. Not so happy, Chappy. Still looks bland. Severino, not Luis. Sack fly. Yanks 
don't rally in the ninth. They lose 4-3 final. Mm. 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 Like a small boat in the ocean. This is. I think that was a 2015 Yankees. Making big waves. Like rally song. In the ocean. Yeah. Th- I mean, this game was uh, embarrassing. The The Yankees had their a lot of good hitters in. They didn't play four starters, but they had, you know. Yeah, I. They had. I was a little more mad because it's a day Gary's going to be out because it's a day game after night game. Yeah. So I, you, if you're the Yankees, you do need to put that into your equation, especially after what we saw today. That like if Gary's going to be sitting day game after night game, which is fair. That's baseball. That's no argument here. You can't have what Glaber sat, Voit sat, and was there another pinch hit or was it Gary? I think Gary, Gary pinch hit Gary, as well. Gary Glaber Voit. They rolled out the whole troop right in the seventh, in the seventh inning. inning. So yeah, and again, mindset, and we've talked about this previously. Like a day games where the Yankees have sucked. Because they can, they consider them rest games, right? And then they do, right? Like and, someone gets like someone in the analytics department has said, "Hey, day after night, we should never be playing or like we should never run the same nine back." They want can't. I, we should go look at the game logs for the lineups for day games because they're 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 never the full squad, and that's where. If you're bringing in three people in the seventh inning of a game that you think are better ball players to finish the rest of the game to try to win, I have a problem with that. Um, at this point of the season, you know? And that's the 20-game stretch just started. I know. Like, we're not in the teeth of it. Yeah. Like, you know, if we're at game 17 and Booney hops on the mics after and he's like, honestly, like, Voight's a little banged up from that slide against Toronto. And, you know, Gary got nicked up last night. And you give me that game 17 of 20, I say, probably makes sense. I'm not in the locker room. I get it. Voight missed. Voight needs to be playing. He missed a lot of this season. Like, I... They just they tried to steal wins against Baltimore and it backfired and you should get reprimanded for that. I totally agree with you. The other problem is they don't DJ did play, Gallo did play, right. Judge did play, Stanton did play, Rizzo did play. So five guys at the top. Sure. They got one hit that left the infield. They got two hits that went farther than the pitcher. Yeah. Luckily, one of them was a home run. All right. A Yankees baseball did not touch the outfield this game. Yeah. I mean, Clean. luckily, you know. Judge error. Not his error. He got on on it. Right. Um, and then, I don't know if we're talking about Monty later, but tough for him to pitch when every pitch is a high leverage pitch. Kay and Coney were talking about it, but, you know, he he was battling, and he was also not really attacking guys. Right. Because at some times he was like, I'd rather walk this dude than give him a pitch that he might hit for a home run and then right. it's one nothing. So I'd love to see Monty as dialed as he is these days 
pitch with a five-run lead because yeah. I think he might do something special. Could be fun. And that's a, I mean, that's a, another just eye-opening thing because in baseball every year you hear about the pitcher that's not getting run sport. Um, usually there's one guy on a team that, you know, it's probably a lot of luck, but you wonder what else connects to it. Monty, we are so deep. I've never been deep enough in a pitcher's non-run support stretch that they start talking about how it's affecting his pitch mix. Yeah, I mean, he said after the game, I, I could throw more fastballs if we had some runs and be more aggressive. Like, normally... Like, he's right. I think last Monty start is kind of where I've seen around Major League Baseball where you just get the quotes where it's like, you know, I'm I'm rooting for my guys every day. And, you know, sure, you'd love to have more runs, blah, blah, blah. I've never gotten a pitch mix part of the offense not giving you run support. So <sighs> You can tell it by the way he's pitching, too. Yeah. Um, like, he was actually – it was working for him because in 2-0, 2-1 counts – He's so worried about giving up a home run because then it's a one nothing game that he was throwing these badass pitches. Yeah. He's throwing like backdoor curveballs. He threw Jorge Mateo a 3-0 curveball in the dirt on purpose because he knew he was going to be swinging and didn't want to give him a fastball. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not how you pitch usually. That's how you pitch when you know you're not going to get any run support. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, we used a lot of the good bullpen. Chapman's a different conversation, I think. Mm. But yeah, I mean, m- mostly the offense just utterly embarrassing. Like, like how, truly embarrassing. How good bullpen is a interesting conversation right now. Yeah. It is very weird. I don't know who's... Yeah. It's, it's Clay Holmes' season. Fully rested bullpen. Yeah. Which the Yankees won't have for another three weeks reminder. But Yankees have a fully rested bullpen with today's roster. And the starting pitcher goes five innings. Who are you getting four from? Chapman, Chad, Holmes, Litke. Yeah. Wandy's on the skids a little bit. Abreu might be in there, but they might send him down to keep the heen dog around. Yeah. How stupid is that? Abreu's probably one of the top guys. It'd be real nice to get Heel, Clark, King, Herman, like one of those four, to be a three-inning guy. Yeah. Kluber needs a bolt guy pretty bad. Yeah. Dude, Kluber needs a bolt guy pretty bad, and I would start asking him to get you three innings. Like, for the duration. The bulk guy or Kluber? Kluber. They're trying to build him up. So, like, today was 78 pitches. Yeah. So, I'd say it'll be 85. I'd say, hey, Kluber, I don't think we got time to get you to the place where you're throwing 100 nice bullets. Let's get you to the place where you can throw four innings of 70 nice bullets, and we won't ask a thing more. I just think the problem is I think that's the same thing. I think you get Kluber built up for 100. So hopefully playoffs come and he can throw 75 nice ones. Yeah. I guess we can talk about that after game three. Let's do it. And we're going to burn it. 
And Jake's going to burn the game. Burn it, Jake. Burn it, Jake. Burn it, Jake. Burn it. Life gets me down. Smile turns into a frown. Been told I act like a clown. I'm so bad at being good. Know that it's not in my blood or my car's hood. Do you think I would? Think I could? I'm not a lost soul. I'm not out of control. I just fucking tripped in a hole. I can't get out of this shit. A cross in a place of a tick. If I met me, I would feel so fucking sick. I'm not good at being good. I can't be good when I know I should. I'm bad at being good. I'm good at being bad. As they say the good can go bad, so does that mean the bad can go good? Written by Hope Sanders. That guy's name is Hope. I'm I'm guessing a late I think Hope is a lady's name traditionally. But that does make the poem pretty ironical. It'd be funny if it was just I guess it did end with Hope. A Yankees lost, by the way. Eight seven final. You summed it up. Yeah. I mean you burned the game. Hope Sanders? Hope Sanders. I'm not even I'm not even finding that name. Um, you can look it up. I typed into Google a poem about being bad. A poem about being bad. And it's the fourth link that pops up. It's on booksy.com. If you see booksy.com. I got it. I got it. Um, oh, wow. This isn't like a published poem. This is just some dude's blog. Hopes. Yeah. Hope's blog. I mean, yeah, this is just someone's, like, blog. Like, they're... I thought Hope Sanders was a published poet. The internet. You know? Self-published. It's like us. That is true. Like, we're not professionals. Well... We weren't at a point. I don't... like Hope's building their way up. We're still self-published. Yeah. BBD publishes... Publishing right now. He's our publisher. Can we start calling him the publisher instead of the producer? The publisher. You hit publish when you upload the podcast, right? That's the name. Except of for the, the times I forget. But that's the name of the button, right? Yeah. Publish. So you're it our feels pub- like it could be. So you're our publisher. A good British movie. The publisher. The publisher. Yeah. Could be. Gertrude. It's a little too close to the punisher. I don't have it as that kind of flick, but. This game was, uh, they were up a lot, you know. This game had me disappointed something fierce. <laughs> yeah. So we were all sitting around. You, you, you've you been saying that we should just do baseball conversations or that the, it is just kind of baseball conversation, right. not individual game. And we talked about the Heaney decision uh, to death. The Yankees put up seven runs and uh, the Glaber error looms large and then the Heaney decision looms even larger. Glaber's error, I mean, I know Abreu still gave up the home run, but Cedric Mullins is the second-best outfielder in the American League. Great baseball player. And he's having an amazing season. And he should have been leading off the next inning with no runners on. And Glaber just lollipopped a throw and then continued the inning. And now Abreu thinks he's mentally out of the inning. Oh, wait. I have to face one of the best hitters in the AL this season. 
I didn't mentally or visually depict it to everyone out there. Carmine mentioned it a little bit. I am mad. You got an ottoman? I am very mad at the Glaber error. Okay. Like, like, you know, I have a secret showy hardo side to me. Yeah. If I was Glaber Torres, there would be a video of me taking ground balls tonight at Yankee Stadium at 9 p.m. Yeah. No, that is who you are. And, like, it's probably 70% show, but it's 30%. What the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. No. They lost by one run. Quick math. Two runs. They win this game. You we run s- that math one more time for me. We Okay. 8-7 final. Orioles. 8-7 final. Glaber, error. Bray, home run. Mm-hmm. Would have been the third out. Mm, yeah. 7-6. Yanks. So you're saying without it, that would have ended in a tie. And I don't know. Like, we'd still be sitting here and we'd still be dis- disappointed to a degree. Like, we talked about coming into this. We wanted a sweep. But we'd say, hey, you won the series. The Orioles numbers. Were they 9-7 and seven against the Orioles? Like, that's kind of a joke. But it's... And Kester's been all over it. Kudos to him. Man. Is this the most play to your competition team, like, ever? Like, are, can we even get, like, a comparison? Like, I... Apparently the Astros do it. If it's them or even... Like, I'm willing to go cross sports in this because this is just... <sighs> It's unreal, man. Glaber, pretty bad. Yeah, and then you bring Heaney in. So we don't need to talk about this game Yeah, that much. Um, I had a conversation with Hoodie Glaber. I think you were involved. Mm. Maybe you weren't involved. I don't know if BBD was there. Could have or could have not. Kyle was there. Sure. About how because the Yankees were... I fear some of the fan base is going to get swindled into believing if they lose in the wild card or they lose in the DS. Like, well, at least we made something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no. Expectations were so high. Right. Like, I want to remind people that I think BBD and I said the only thing that would erase how underperforming this season has been Yeah would be if they make it to the World Series. Right. We don't need to win it, but if they were like in the World that's, Series. That's kind of the one thing that, short of winning. That could erase. Right. And, and where like next PPPs and next spring training, we're, 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 not, we're not harping on like yeah. we cannot do what we did last year, this year. Right. Because there's this vibe I'm getting from Yankee fans that's like, sympathetic or 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 just like you know the winning streak made them they segmented the season into the new Yankees and the old which we did as a joke but I like this is a still a very much of a failure of a season and some people are acting like it's not 
get. But like winning the wild card is what we're scratching and clawing for right now, and that's not yeah. that's a failure from what the team was supposed to do. Yes, um, I do. There's a couple things that tie into that. Obviously, the horrible start. I mean, dude, you I don't, I don't have to tell you, and I don't have to tell a lot of the people listening, but you know, there were days this summer when we were very curious to what our September October was gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was question marks if we were gonna have to like almost bail on talking Yanks as a pod and like rework it to like in September were we gonna even have conversations about series or were we gonna talk about like Albert Breu could have a spot next year. So in that way, I mean part of me is excited that, you know, we are well as of now, we're heading to postseason baseball. Let's see where my head's at after the Blue Jays series. Um, and I personally did have a high bar set for the Rays just because I think that bar has been set by them. If they lose in the wild card, complete and total failure. Very interested to see if they win a wild card, who they'd play in the DS. But still, I mean, look at us, Yankee fans. If if that's where our mind's at, then the wheels are off a little bit. So, I don't know, man. And I, I hope we're just in the baseball spin cycle. I hope these guys turn around and we're saying, wow. You know, today was the first time we saw all of our best players in the lineup. Yeah, after, after uh, Odor in, got pinched. In what, the seventh, eighth inning? The end of a Orioles series? That they admitted they didn't care about and showed it on the field. So Boone, I don't know. Boone said Heaney had good stuff. Play your best play your best team. Try to win games. Such bullshit. Let's go to awards. Go to awards. Is that brought to us by That's brought fun? to us by signing day sports. If you know anyone that's trying to get signed, if you're you yourself trying to get signed, trying to play some ball, get in front of some scouts. Then you got to go to Signing Day Sports, or you got to tell that person that you know <clears throat> about Signing Day Sports. It's a one-stop shop to maximize your recruiting to over 350 colleges and all 30 professional teams. You create a custom profile with verified video metrics, along with the ability to showcase your skills in a controlled environment, so all recruiters see you at your best. Question: If you signed up for this, and we were going to a batting cage right. this week, yeah, if we just take some footage of you on a mound throwing with your rap soda numbers, your honest to God numbers. Right. And and we put them on we should ask them if we can do this. Signing day sports. Yeah. I can do it too. I've thought about this. Do you think you'd get one bite? Like is there like a Bishop Sycamore for baseball out there that might just like try to get your money from you and like might get a bite? Do I have to list my age properly? You you can lie about your age, that's all. Height, weight. If I put my numbers on there as a 14-year-old, I think I get some interest. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do you think you get some interest? Early interest. They're like, wow, that's an interesting allow, build I'll, for a 14-year-old. I'll allow you to go to 16. Because my body at 14. Yeah. And my, you know. If they see your body as a 14-year-old, they think, well, we can, you know, get him into shape. Like, he could become. Yeah. Like, we can mold him. Yeah. He could be like Luke Voigt esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I should do any this as like a. That. 
So 15. Or I do think there is a funny angle if we enter as 30-plus-year-olds 30, 30 and just see what the system comes back with. I think we got to do it. Okay. All right. And you guys can do it, too. Uh, they also have in-app direct communication that gets rid of all the emails and the back and forth, and you can talk directly with scouts and coaches and all that right in the app. It's 100% free for all coaches, recruiters, and scouts to use. Players do not have to attend a showcase to maximize their recruiting. That's the big thing because those mm. things are so costly these days. Uh, Signing Day Sports has uh, the technology technology to allow side-by-side analyzing of athletes. Wow, cool. We can put both of us in there and analyze each other. Mm. Sign up today using the link in our description uh, and make sure to use code JOMBOY for 10% off. Sign up today using the link in the description. Signing day sports. Jake's going to enter as a 15-year-old. It's still like 14. I'm allowing 15. I'm going to go 14. I think 14. Yeah. You get some sickos. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You do 14, someone will contact you. How many colleges do they say are in there? 350. If you say 14, I think yeah. you're getting 10. Okay. Colleges. Let's go. That are like, well, this guy's just clearly it's Let's baby. Play ball. Clearly it's baby weight. It's gonna get. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna get. He's lost. gonna lose that. And he's got a. Gro- I've, and he's I've got heard a, that for fifteen years. And you got a growth spurt coming. <laughs> Every night I go to bed, <laughs> that's, I tell myself. they'll think you have a growth spurt coming if it's fourteen. Yeah. For sure. They think you end up in your college years. Right. You'll get. They to think six. you can end up six hundred one eighty. Like they're like or six foot. That kid could be a beast. Yeah. Yeah. See okay. why not? I'm upping it now to. Uh, I forgot about the height. I'm upping it now to uh, twenty. Do you know the wild card standings? Are we tied now? We are half game up on Boston. Yeah. Two in the loss column. Just to let everyone know my mindset, and, and this is how my brain works in everything. That means we're tied. Okay. And we don't have the head to head. So Some right now, nice. I am mentally preparing for the wild card in Boston. I do not, in my head, have the wild card at home. You're a big loss column guy, though. What's the loss column? We're up two in the loss column. Never mind, then. I didn't. I didn't know that. Loss column is way more important. I mentioned it. I was talking while you mentioned it's okay. it. Okay. You were ready go. to say the half game. You were excited point. to go for the the mentality. Well, a half game. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I, I agree with just half right. game on paper. What yeah. that means. Um, but two in the loss column means two games. The closest game to Boston as of right now, team to Boston. Seattle Mariners, three and a half. They're three and a half behind the Yankees. Seattle, or Seattle's three and a half behind Boston. Toronto and Oakland are both at four games. So Toronto is coming in, by the way, with their season straight up on the line. Mm. Interesting. Mm. All right. Awards! The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Who, who goes first? It's Sunday. And that means I get to go first because I'm more better than you when it comes to. You're trying to work on your relationship with the big man. Uh, that's not how I see it. For a couple more. Couple we more actually series. have like a super solid understanding. A couple know, more me, series. Me and them. Them. Well, I was going to say him, but it's a little sexist, right? 
Well, them, I think. You just don't know. No, his pronouns are... Well, if you don't know, it seems like you don't have a great relationship with her. Well, that seems like the opposite. I know her. They don't. Yeah. They don't. Nefertiti. My pride of the Yankees is Nestor Cortez Jr. That's a good one. He's good. I considered him. He's good. He's yeah. just he's just re- good at this point. Yeah. What are his like last couple starts now? Do you see my comp I threw out? It's like controversial. No, what's your comp you threw out? I said when do we genuinely start comparing the energy and what he does on the mound to El Duque? It, I know, I know, I know I'm crossing lines there. Yeah, no, that... I get it. I, no, but I get what you're going for. Like, it's a... but Like, with how good he actually is now? But can I tell you when? Yeah. When he does it in the playoffs multiple mm-hmm. times. Because that was El Duque's thing. Right. Like, he was a premier postseason pitcher. Yeah. And to be fair... Okay. That's a coin flip for me. If what Nestor does works in the best spots. Oh, sure. Have to see it. Um, but that was kind of probably the thought process with El Duque at the time. Like, uh, this guy is going to get I do, I do think El Duque was more hyped. Like, Nestor Cortez came over as a well, it was, uh, young vagabond. Well, yeah. El Duque had a whole escape story, so. Right. Which is badass. And his, name, and his nickname was El Duque. Yeah. Do you think I'd type in El Duque? It'll come up. I'd like to think so. Baseball reference is pretty hip. I was thinking that. Got it. Hot. His son is on the same college team as Joe Girardi's son. Girardi's son. That's cool. Um, No, but Nestor's my pride. He has now started. Well, he's pitched in 17 games on the season. He started nine. Uh, he has, how many innings does he have? He has 67 innings on the season, and he has a two six seven ERA. Yeah. If I, uh, that's not that many innings. Is there anything you want to apologize to Nestor to? Just really quick. Uh, oh, just I, really quick. I mean, no, it's not a big apology. It's no, no, just... no. I mean, on on the YouTube channel, I uploaded my trying to name all fifty seven Yankees, and he was the one guy I forgot. No, the reason I forgot him is because of all of his good attributes, and I don't really feel bad because everyone else in the company that took it forgot like a known right. commodity, like. But everyone um, has a guy. They, but Tom Prizman, he was like, I totally get why Jimmy. Thought of Nestor. He was doing it by position. He was searching mm. for starters, and he was searching for relievers, and Nestor is... Your it. Jimmy math, which is really good at process of elimination and finding the solution, unfortunately backed you into a corner a little bit. With my CO? Because you were doing... The CO thing was yeah. a little... That was tough. Yeah. And then the starter-reliever thing, where Nestor toes the line, but... Yeah. So, I no, I don't want to apologize to him. I, I mean, just, just a quick... It didn't have to be, like, a big thing. Just be like, sorry, dog. Like, sorry, dog. I got you. Sorry, dog. I like you. Yeah. I gave him you're my pride. You're my pride. Um, man, he's good. He's good. What's his ERA now since he became a starter? Since the first time he started, which was uh July fourth. Hell yeah. 
Mm. I think that's game two of the doubleheader when technically is like the best. That's the turning point of the season. Wow. Well, you got three, two, six ERA since then. I mean, there's just and and part of it is I keep waiting for it not to work, and I and that's that's maybe where I owe the biggest apology. To right, and that's where that's where I jumped in the El Duque game because like he's just he's regular season good at this point, and like there's however we look back at this season whether this Yanks team turns it back on and has some fun or whether or not there's still going to be a line in there that's like what would this year have been without Nestor Cortez Jr. Because who's making those nine starts? If you eliminated Nestor, who's making those nine starts? They trade for someone or Heaney. Heaney. And they trade for another. Heaney. They trade Maybe for Clark. Would have gotten. They one trade by for now. another Heaney. It's kind of, it's kind of nuts. In El Duque's first nine postseason games, mm. ninety-eight through two thousand, he had a. He had a one-two-one ERA. Whoops! In his first nine postseason starts. I'm that scared. In, that includes CSs and more. I mean, dude, if you escape Cuba yeah. on a raft, playoff baseball, and your life is on the line, I'm not like saying this is how you get good at. Don't have your kids do this to get better at sports. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to be scared. And Nestor, the, those numbers since being a starter are really better than that because he had a relief appearance in July that was just two innings, three runs. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So the better, so, so the better way to do it is like literally not his since numbers, he got a starter. His but numbers. Can you as go? A I think there's a split. Yeah, no. Is, I think yeah. you'll have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just looking at his game logs, it's really just the one time he got knocked around a bit in Kansas City. And which again, I think one two of the eight t- two eight three year is a starter. One of the times I, I gave him either pride or something. I mentioned his like timing this year has been beautiful. Like that one start he got knocked around in KC was like whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a game losing knocked around. It's like four runs. Yeah. Yeah, it was four runs he pitched into the sixth. <laughs> Five and two. Would have taken that today. Well, you got Nestor's it. worst start of the season I would have taken today with a firm handshake. That's insane. Yeah. Good for Nestor. <sighs> Good for Nestor. He's my pride. Mm. Dan Dan posted a, a Twitter picture mm. of the crew watching the game today from the house. He said kind of got the best job in the world, so that's cool. I like that. It's nice. But it is just cool. A lot of bodies, a lot of meat. I stayed out of the meat tornado today because I think it's hilarious for my mom and Katie and all the wives and girlfriends that came because usually they probably apologize for their husband when they bring him to a social party because he's just watching the game in the corner or like on, on his phone watching the game. And this was a gathering where that was the majority of the party. Like, no, we're plan. watching the game. <laughs> that was the plan. Guess what? Play cards. Run go to the beach. Oh, game's on. Yeah. We were apologizing for them wanting to do other stuff. We weren't actually doing that, but that's yeah. so funny. Who's your pride? Seen? Dog. I'm between two guys right now. Speaking of dog. And a dog. Noodle looking huge. Tweet out a pic, maybe. Maybe. 
Oh, Jimmy. I think I'm going to do... Mm. Dude, I'm... I think I might be punting something to you. Um, okay, I mean, I have a name in mind that I would do, but I'll just give him an award if you don't want to do I th- it. And, you know, I think the award might mean more for you, and I think this award might mean more for me, and I think it might be a motivational pride. Jim, I'm going with... I can't believe I'm doing this. Clay Holmes. Yeah, that's why I, I, I was going to give him an award if you didn't. Man, Clay Holmes has the clean inning in the final game, the 11th, or the first game, excuse me, the 11th. He also comes in in game two, which if the Yankees looked anything like the New York Yan- the new New York Yankees in game two, Clay Holmes would have been a hero. 1.1 innings pitch, Jim. All punchies. That man is a hero. That two-seamer. Holy smokes. I mean, pitch ninja. The way that thing was moving, if it starts in the middle of the plate, it ends up on your hands as a righty. If it starts off in the left-handed hitter's box, it hits that back corner. It was a thing of beauty, man. His quotes... Um, and by the way, you know, we mentioned good bullpen coming up. Boy, is Clay Holmes going to find himself in some high leverage innings. He has been, he has been fantastic. Like at this point, Clay Holmes basically owes us nothing, which is insane. His performance has been incredible, but man, he's, uh, he is going to have every opportunity the rest of the way to make a name for himself as kind of a high-leverage reliever in baseball. And, hey, if Matt Blake or whoever is in Clay Holmes' ear on this one can keep it rolling, you know, we, we've almost found ourselves in a situation with Luizaga with the hard sinker, Holmes with the hard sinker, which that pitch is making its way back into baseball anyways, but if the Yankees can kind of hang their hat on that. Like that's uh-huh. one of their that's one of their video game tool sets. Like, oh, we could bring in a guy who f- throws a nice sinker and make it work better. So, Clay Holmes, it's a little bit to enjoy your pride and be more prideful going forward cuz boy are we going to need you. Yeah. And uh look at this graph. Look at this photograph. And he was a three-pitch pitcher in Pittsburgh throwing his curveball, right? Since getting traded to the Yankees, the curveball is just not a pitch anymore. No, thanks. And you can see the the sinker, the red. Mm-hmm. You know, it was middling. This is game by game. Right. So half of them, 75. And now it is 50% or higher every time, basically. It's gross. Yeah. BBD. Let me see if I can show the screen this. Here we go. Is that in shot? It is. Not, it's It's like showing a, a screen on camera, so it's a little mm. bright. But, well, oh, that's good. 
People always yell that we never share the screen, so now you can see. Basically, since becoming to the Yankees, they were like, don't just throw two pitches. And the sinker. Throw that sinker. Make sure you're throwing that 50% or more. Pump it. He hasn't thrown a curveball. Says he threw a curveball on August 6th. But that's really not it. So, Clay Holmes. And he had some good quotes, Jake. Uh, again, I don't know if we were talking, but he said something like, "I, because uh, he came in, the stadium was loud, it was big, it was the, to walk it off or to hold it, you know. Yeah. He said something like, these are the situations like I have to perform in if I want to take the next step in my career. Yeah. Which I hope no one takes as a selfish quote. Because that's true. Like, dude, if you want to become a stud reliever, you're going to get 10 chances because good teams getting thrown into the fire, you're not going to get it over. It's not, you're not in Pittsburgh where you're just going to be there for six months, whether you succeed or not succeed. Like, you want to be a setup man for the Yankees in this stretch the rest of September, you're probably getting five chances. And he got two this series. I mean, n- n- not to be rude to him, if if things went poorly, it would be less than that. Exactly. But he did the first two. So yeah. we now he's going to get three more. Yeah. With Johnny out, kind of we might live and die with Holmes a lot of nights. No, and I, I do think, you know, to add to your example there and almost put names on it and not to be rude to guys, look at what we've seen out of Lucas Lickey this year and how much we've loved him. But how much his career has been derailed by just how baseball works with relievers and bodies and how the 40-man works and all that stuff. Clay Holmes, you know, a couple good years, and he becomes a guy that hits free agency. He gets a three-year, $20 million contract, and his life has changed. If Clay Holmes doesn't continue going up the ladder, he's a guy that signs one-year $2 million deals, hopes it sticks, and then hopes he gets one the next year. So, okay. Pride just turned into pressure, but pressure is a privilege. Oh, 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 pride just turned into pressure. Did you oh, see, wow. uh, I had, I, I had. A, like Hope Sanders for a second. I had a little snarf. You snarfed? You ate Clay, food real quick? Clay Holmes came off his 1.1 four punchies. Like, yeah. just gross. Like, as yeah. good as a pitcher can look. And who's there? Body in front of him, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, yeah, just going all in. A pitching and, coach, and I'm picturing, I'm picturing Clay Holmes, partially enjoying it, and also partially like, like dog, I was lit, bro, I I got it. Do you, do you know, um, Roy Kent, the Roy Kent effect? He comes to practice. One of the guys on the team just boots the ball too high. Mm. And Roy Kent gives tangible coaching advice right there. Like, you were leaning back. You weren't leaning back enough. Like, you know, get your weight back. Yeah, lean forward. And Nate the Great is getting a little nervous. Like, oh, right. shit, am I not a coach anymore? Do I not have a role? Roy Kent's the coach. And then Nate the Great does the um, the great strategic coaching. Park the bus. That's Garrett Cole and Matt Blake. Almost personalities to a T as well. Ooh, wow. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. Garrett Cole is like you, your weight distribution, like make sure you get your arm here. And Matt Blake's like, and let's try to use the sinker more because it's been effective in one, two counts. Sink is your best pitch. Yeah. 
That sound like Nate? My blight. A lot. That sound like Nate? All right. Do it again. I can't. You know that's not how it works. Yeah. Maybe do you like my analogy? It's just a little British and scary. When you connected that their personalities are also kind of the same. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I'm the best. Hip. Next thing that we do here on the show. You Yankee motherfucker. Um, I'm going to give it to Glaber. Thank you. Jake already made his yeah. talk, so I didn't want Carmine to have to do it twice. What the fuck, man? Um, yeah, it cost us a lot for no reason. <laughs> There's no reason to be throwing... Balls like that. Almost ever. You hear Manny Machado t- talk about it. I think he was on R2C2. And he talked about how JJ Hardy. Hardy fielded and threw every ball the same exact way, no matter what. And they would dog on him in practice. And they would kind of make fun of him. But then Machado was like, oh, wait. That dude never makes a mistake. Mm. Because... It doesn't matter if he's fielding ground balls while we take BP or he's just doing it on his own or it's when the first baseman throws him the ball during practice, he fields it and throws it the same exact way. Like, you should erase any other way from your brain. Like, that lollipop should never really be there. And that... And, like, in a close game... With a speedy runner, it's just really bad. It's just not a, you know, they talk about how Nolan Arenado, if he fields the ball in foul territory, he'll finish the play Yes, for the Cardinals. Like, if the ums go foul, he won't just pocket it. He'll take the ball and he'll throw it to first and finish the play and finish the motion. That's how you get really good at a position. Glaby. Um, Jim, I think I told you this once. Um, you know, I was in Denver. I watched watched a lot of Arenado, and it was awesome. Um, and there's a secret between between Arenado, Machado, any of the great left side of the infield defensive players, mm-hmm. is that they have an extremely strong arm. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, the highlights of them picking the ball and Manny being smooth and all that; those are cool. But watch their throws. Glaber today with the pump and the throw, and we saw we saw his adjustment earlier in the season that we liked because at least he made an adjustment that he was fielding it and getting rid of it as quick as he could, mm-hmm. and that was his game plan. Mm-hmm. I'll field it, I'll get it in the air and get it over there. Mm-hmm. Then we saw because that worked pretty well for mm-hmm. a little bit. We saw him unleash a couple on double plays, and we're like, ooh. ooh. Barracuda. And Glaber's probably best skill as a defender is his arm strength mm-hmm. when he unleashes it. And right now, he just doesn't have the belief in it. Um, So, I mean, I'm almost team let it fly. I'd rather have you miss Rizzo, miss the board twice, and find your spot. Because that lollipop stuff, that'll lose you game. It did. Yeah. It literally did. It's not good. So he's my MFer, so you get to choose yours now. And by the way, I know I've mentioned if Velasquez survives, hell, Wade. 
the later a ball game Should gets, we let them know that their voices are going to be on the episode. The later a ball game gets, the more speed and defense is valued. Yeah. Glaber's got potentially two guys behind him that are quicker. Yeah. And better defenders. Mm hmm. So. He did get one of the only hits in the game, too. Which, hey, that's. I mentioned his arm is supposed to be his strength defensively. And he got another hit. Game He's supposed him. to be a hitter. That's supposed to be his strength. Yeah. So if you hit, I really don't care. But man, I uh, I am not happy with that defensive play. If I haven't gotten that across, if it was you, yeah, you'd be working in the rain. There would be a clip. It would be on Talking Yanks at nine thirty p.m. Yeah, Glaber Torres is taking ground balls at Yankee Stadium. Dude, can I tell you Sunday what, Labor you, Day weekend? Uh, can I tell you what would be in the clip? And you almost can't dispute this because I know you as well as you know you. Okay. There would be one errant throw. And then you would. And I don't then know if I'd want to post that. You're not posting it. Yes, is posting it. But like, I'm, okay. And then you would do this to yourself, where you'd be walking back to your position at shortstop, just visibly talking to yourself, and then doing some of these. If I have the open stadium, I might scream. Yeah, that's just a cool effect. Ah. Yeah. In an upcoming content video, I let out a scream somewhere, and it was nice. Rotini. Oh. Hell yeah. All right, so that's Jake's. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, Jake didn't do his mf -er. Yeah. He uh, just hates Glaber's guts. I I like Glaber. You just don't like that throw. I hate it. Mm -hmm. I hate you. I hate and then And then the skies opened up and God said, I hate you. Maisie, you want to come be in the, the video? She was a Maisel girl, since you little girl. Jesus. These offensive numbers are pretty awful across the board. They didn't hit. What a nightmare. You played the Orioles. Yeah, the worst pitching team in the world. Golly. Um, bro, I think I'm going Gallo, man. It's tough, and I know a lot of Yankees people are on him. It'll have some of that energy. Drink. I mean, he did have the one, the one hit. I know that run. one hit, that homer that tied it, which could have been a lot cooler if his teammates did a little more. But dude, he got moved up in the lineup because he was performing badly. Mm -hmm. Classic, classic trick. Oh, I like that move decision though to get him protection. Trying to spark him, but now where are we at? Didn't work. He looks lost, man. Dude, and then Boone decided to, like, be honest after the game. Yeah. And said, like, yeah, he definitely looks like he's pressing. Yeah. It's like, I appreciate the honesty, Boone, but you're, you're not honest about anything else. Like, why did you choose that? He's how, here next year. How is Gallo not, like, hitting sixth? You may see that soon. but You I, have to. But I, I liked the idea of protection against Baltimore pitchers. Like, if anything should get him going, it should be seeing fastballs in front of the the big dudes. Specifically, Judge behind him. Who yeah. Didn't do it this series, but it's also killed the Orioles. Also did series. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe Judge's numbers. What are they? 071 batting average, 071 OBP. 1 for Judge, 14. Judge had no walks. How bizarre is that? 
I think Whoa. I've ever seen that. That is bizarre. Um. All right, so you're a Meffers Gallo. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, Joe. Okay. Um. Let's go to regular regular old regular awards. awards. Um. My first regular old award, and I feel like I've given this dude a lot of regular old awards. I know I did last week, but it's the... Brought to you by the John Boy Media Store, by the way. Swag. I think it's brought to us by something else, too. Hell yeah. Just a store? Just this. The store. Badass. Um, that is a cool. That is cool. Yeah, we have this tie-dye hoodie. We got some gyres. We... um. You know, we normally, especially talking Yanks, you guys seen the originals. We got a lot of silly shirts out there, a lot of fun shirts, a lot of good Yanks-type stuff. Now we've got some swag. This tie-dye hoodie, John Boy Media, I've got my JM hat. I think it's the JM collection. Um, we got some joggers and stuff. Like, fall's coming. Fall's uh, coming. So go to the store. Get, yeah. s- get some good stuff. Yeah, this is there, too. Um... That windbreaker. How do you feel, dinosaur? Award. Award. Yeah. Um, and I'll do it quick, but it's the how do you feel, dinosaur award. It's a little more pointed than like, how do you feel, dinosaur award. So you're asking the dinosaur. How do you feel, dinosaur? Okay. How do you feel, dinosaur award? Dinosaur. Um, I don't, I don't know. No. It goes to Araldus Chapman. Chapman. Dude, how do you feel that, sure, you're the closer, mm. but, hey, you also not the closer because we get someone up in the bullpen every time mm. you're pitching. Yeah. You're only the closer because you're kind of a dinosaur and you refuse to pitch in other innings and in other situations. It'd be real cool if you would just Take the seventh when that's when the the lane of good hitters is, and you're on. But you're too dinosaur-y to like transition to that. Okay. You know the Yankees would love to do that. Yeah, they love stealing what the Brewers and the Rays are doing. Yeah, I think the I think the Yankees have asked Chapman a bunch. Would you mind pitching in the seventh or the eighth yeah. if it's their best hitters and it's the most important? And Chapman said, "No, I'm the closer." Well, you're not even the closer. Because someone gets up every time. Yeah. Has he pitched without someone getting loose? If 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 he has, it's like one of the last five. Yeah. That information is hard to find. Yeah. But. It's a tough research. But I wonder what's going through his head. And then he did all that stuff where he scrapped the slider, right? Yeah. And he was just going fastball, fastball. And then in the game one against the Orioles... He went like fastball, fastball. He threw one slider, one splitter, I think. And then the next time, yesterday, was it yesterday? He opened up with three sliders. Yeah. And then ended up walking everyone because he didn't give himself a chance to find the fastball. So what's happening? Yeah. Stop throwing the They should cancel the slider from his repertoire again. Severino hits a... as. A lazy as a sack fly as you can hit on, I think it was a 3-2 pitch off Chapman. He did strike out the first batter, and, and it got away from Gary. Right, which is tough and brutal way to start an inning. But, um, you know, I think there was just there was good irony 
after the sack fly to Severino on the slider that Severino was sitting on, um, he strikes out the next batter with the fastball. And it's like, huh? Yeah. So yeah, do you see that? It feels like the Yankees are real bad at reading bats or they disregard it. Because mm. there's been a good amount where Coney, me, a lot of people saying, well, he's sitting off speed here. Yeah. And then they throw him off speed. Yeah. Or sitting fastball, whatever. This or that. It was Chad the other time with, was it Salvi? Someone. But anyway. Okay. Chap, you're, I, you're not the closer right now. You are, but you're the least amount of closer that's ever been a closer. Mm. You're the least trusted closer in MLB right now. Mm. That, that gets called the closer. Right. He's the least trusted. Right. Like, outwardly. They, next time they get him up, they should have someone warming up next to him. Mm. Just to really be like, yeah, dude. Here's your leash. <laughs> side by side. It's like a stalking horse. And make it Wandy to really rub it in. Obviously. Yeah. I had Wandy in my head yeah. as well. Okay. Another lefty. As long as we all had that. Yeah. If they haven't used Wandy. And Wandy can only throw change-ups next to him. <laughs> yeah. So it's just 86. Mm-hmm. 86. Yeah. He throws three change-ups. He says, I'm ready. Yeah. It's a good award. 7.5 out of 10. Okay. What's your first award? You still giving out the Isn't She Wonderful award? I've got one award I'm really excited to get. So I guess I'm going to do that first. Okay. I was going to try to skip it because I want to end on a higher note. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the uh, Everybody Chill Award. Just as your dog sits down and chills. Yeah. Listens well. He knows the lingo. Everybody Chill Award. Yeah. And that goes to Giancarlo Stan. Mm. No. Rizzo. No. Gary. No. Gary. It goes to Chad Green. Oh. Um, Chadwick. Chad Green, our good bullpen available today. The only member of it. Um, he came out two innings, no walks, no hits, three Ks. And, Jim, there was one pitch that stood out to me. Yes. Because Chad, this used to be, I don't want to say a signature part of his repertoire, but it's when Chad is dialed. Mm-hmm. He can freeze you with a fastball. Mm. And he got a strikeout today where he froze a hitter with a fastball, and I hadn't seen that in a while. And uh, everybody chill is a line that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger says as he plays Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. in his Batman movie, which if you're a youth and you haven't seen it, it's one of the more ridiculous movies ever made. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is, in only the way he can, some incredible comedy because it's just a lot of cold puns. And you're looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger in, like, blue paint and basically a bad astronaut costume just making cold puns the whole time. Cool party. That's where cool party's from? Yeah. Because you say that a lot. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So good job, Chad. 
What was you liked the fastball? You just froze a guy with it. Yeah, I believe it was. Might have been his last batter he faced. Let me see. Um, no. Swinging, lined out, fouled out. Joey Gallo. Uh, Hayes. Austin Hayes, he struck out looking. Curve, four-seam, curve, four-seam. Just, uh... Like, you kind of... You saw Hayes was essentially sitting, looking for the curve. Yeah. And Chad peppered a fastball. Chad got... a good spot. Chad got... They got him four days off in a row. That was nice. Uh... Since getting those four days off, he has thrown three innings pitched with zero earned runs. Like so, that? going down because of overusage. Like, come on. It's going to be hard to spread it out. They got to use them. Holmes, Holmes time. It's your last and final award? Uh, my last and final award is... Um... Wrong month. Shit, that's bad. It's mm. a bad award. It's a terrible award. God damn. <sighs> mm. Shit. I don't like that award at all. Okay. Wrong month award. The wrong month award. The new month. The new month award. The new month award. That's a positive spin on it. Okay. The new month. The new month. <laughs> Hey, actually, I don't even know if that makes sense. Fuck, dude. Mm. Uh, BBD just deleted the award name. Hot award. Oh. <laughs> From Mr. Freeze to hot. Hot award. Hot. How many T's? Three. It goes to Gary Sanchez. Sanchez. He's hit three home runs in his last four games. Uh, usually he has great August. He's going to have a great September. Mm. But the first home run actually came August 31st, which was the wrong month. It's September this year. He kind of forgot his plan. Gary's going to be hot. His bat flips today after hitting those home runs were badass. They were just like, of course I did that. Right. Did you think I wasn't going to hit a home run on that pitch? I'm going to walk around the bases now. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that. And we talked about this. An episode or two ago, like, if Gary, in theory, gets hot, that would be a missing dynamic from the Yankees lineup for a while. Because mm-hmm. he, did he bat last again today? Yeah. Yeah. Gary Sanchez from the nine hole today. Two for four, two homers, six RBI. It's not a bad nine hole. No. Not a bad nine hole day. It's hot. Have a month, Gary. Go off, King. Padres walk off. Los Pods. Do you have an award left? I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna give out the I'm gonna give out the shut the door award. Shut the door. Shut Boy. the door. Boy. You're close. Close. Boyd? 
It's not Voight. Bibbidi letter. That's as close as you can get to Voight with changing a letter. Yeah, you could change other letters, yeah. but yeah. Coit's right there on the keyboard. Coit. Void. That's far from. So change. Rizzo? Gio or Shella? I don't see how that's close. Same team. <laughs> Same team? Same team. Okay. Well, no, because what Geo needs to do is something that Voight also needs to do. Snap out of it? Jimmy, Gio Urshela, you know, it's cute. Yeah. It's fabulous with the glove. Uh-huh. He's been a really good hitter with the Yanks. He could play PPD. He's not good. He's fabulous. That's maybe the best drop we have. If we were like a, uh, if we were like a, a real radio station. Yeah. Like if this was the Michael K show, yeah, and we were like a place that did drops, we do them, but pretty sparingly compared to when yeah. you listen to shows. That would be the most professional drop we have. I'll taste other dudes. <laughs> and I'm See, that one goes <laughs> more towards internet show. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the other side of things, because Jim, and this is where things are similar to Voight. Yeah. Gio Urshela He's came in. He made one appearance in this series. Uh, he pinch hit for Rugi late in the final game. Solid wood. Good swing on it. Drove it to right field. It was just right at the right fielder. Jim, just a little reminder of Gio Urshela's offensive stats. In 265 games with the New York Yankees, mm-hmm. three years, mm-hmm. Gio Urshela has a 293 batting average. Good. 339 on base. Good. An 825 OPS. Good. So 122 OPS plus. 25, 22? 22% better than your league average. Third Chap. baseman? Chap. And he's fabulous with the glove. That's how we got here. Yeah. Gio Urshela, and similar to Luke Voigt, he needs to walk in Aaron Boone's office mm-hmm. and shut the door. Oh, Okay. And it's not how we view Gio. We view him cute. He's got the nice yeah. smile. He's fun. He's pissed in a coffee mug. That original, that Family Matters video, you know, where he pops up and he looks cute as button. Yeah. He's got to close the door and say, Booney. Yeah. He's, that's. I mean, you can't, you can't, if you're going to be like serious, you can't open up Booney. I think you go skip. No, he's got to go Booney. Because he's still Geo. Okay. Booney. I'm in the lineup. You know how I think it's he should septem- play it? It's September. September. I'm in the lineup. I think how he should play that. And I like the sentiment there. I think he walks... Do you see down. how he's close to Voight now? Because Voight should do the same thing. But yeah. Voight's delivery would be very different. Yeah. Voight would treat it like a movie scene from Major League. If Gio's listening, and what's up, Gio? What's up, G? Here's how I think you should say that. I don't think you should say, Booney, I'm playing today. I think... Every day. I think you should say, Skip, think I'm playing, think I'm going to play today. As if Boone was wondering if he wanted to or not, and he's just letting him know. Like, yeah, no, I'm going to play. Yeah, I mean, yours is a little more Italian. Yours is kind of coming in, you know, a little passive. Like, I, I want Gio to be a step past that. 
Yeah, but like I I'm not playing him, any I game have him it. holding a coffee mug in his right hand, peeing into it I as he enters that. the business. I as he enters that. the building. The business. Yeah, was doing his business doing as his he enters in the building. And then he just and then he then he friendly says, Skip, think I'm gonna play today, sets the mug on the desk, zips up, walks out. Be powerful. Nevin would not know how to handle Nevin when would Boone, put him four hole. When Boone tells him that. That's a ball player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ball player. You know, that, that never worked for me, but uh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Tried that many times. Um yeah, if if Gio went passive aggressive with it, it would be showing up at at Booney's office and say, Where am I batting today? How many players do you think have ever crossed off a name and wrote their own name into the lineup? Like just walked into the clubhouse, saw it, and were just like, "Nope," and then put me put themselves in there. I mean, I have it under like one point five. A Rod once. Like, yeah, I don't think I think that's a big no no. <laughs> I think that's Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray. Yeah. No, because I think that's the whole point of Eddie Murray is that the manager had no power over him. You think Trevor would know the answer to this? Yeah, ask him. Be a nice way to wrap up. Yeah, this is how we'll wrap up Beach Week. Wrap up well, Beach I mean, Week. the start of Beach Week. Wrap up the start of Beach Week with this. What do you think? Like, do you think... See if Trev's ever had someone do it. Hope he answers. Or even heard a story about yeah, it. Yeah, even heard a story. Because yeah. I think that's a no-no. Yeah, dude would write himself into the lineup. Calling Trev. James. Hey, Trev, you're live on Talking Yanks. I have, a, I have a question for you. Okay. Have so, you ever heard a story about... A player go walking to the clubhouse and and seeing the the lineup posted somewhere, and then just writing themselves in and crossing someone out and being like, "Nah, I'm playing today." I have not heard of that specifically. Maybe going into the manager's office and basically doing the same thing, but like actually physically crossing a name out. I have not heard of that. Okay. What do you think would happen if they did it? Do you think you could? It would be like, oh, I guess he's playing. Um, if Joey Votto did that, he'd play. Okay. Or someone, or someone cool like that. But if some scrub did it, they would laugh at him. Did you ever walk in and say like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna play today"? Um, probably. Nice. Not so dramatic, you know. Walk walk in, maybe a uh, dick out, pissing into a coffee mug as you tell Skip, "I'm playing today." I don't think I've done that, James, but I did uh, refuse a rehab assignment before. Hell no. Nice, dude. Me too. Brewers yeah. tried to check me out after the sausage race. I said, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Trav. Love you. Hey, wait. Hold on. How about that FMK today? I don't know if I really believe that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I want that on the record. People are being honest. That's all. You got, all right. you got killed. See ya. Later. So Trev's done it. He's done it. Sounded like a lot like he had done it. The coffee mug thing. It's still under 1.5, though. Mm. What's under 1.5? It's Jake said I'd take the under 1.5. Trevor would be Cumulative one. times that it's happened. Oh. I think that's the show. Yeah. How yeah. long was the show? An hour 40. Damn. Yeah. So much for a quick one. Yeah. Yeah, I was open for 40. Yeah. Same. Pretty bad. Me too. What happened? Got rolling. Heen Dog did it. Fucking Heen Dog. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be live in these chairs. We're here all week. Sounds like a goodbye. Sounds like a band playing at a mm. local bar, the pub. Yeah. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>